you know, obviously not ideal, especially coming off back-to-back losses. We just got to regroup. We got to get back to – we got to learn how to how to win again. You know, I think it's not as simple as that, but, you know, we got to get back to having fun. I think we playing a little timid, you know, a little like, tight. You you want to win every game. And, you know, some things we got to change, some things we got to work on. But 22 and 10, 32 games, we got 50 left. Uh, that was some quick math. I went to Duke. Uh, and you got 50 games left, man. It sucks. You know, we got booed. You never want to do that. You know, rightfully so. But it's all about how we bounce back. Another episode of the Cosby Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here, Sean Ducha, Joel Pavone. Back. What's up? And uh, Celtics are still losing, guys. All right. Last week, they didn't help them whatsoever because no. all that uh, positive, uh, all that positivity that we had for them off the Lakers game, off the Lakers game, off of the fact that they, this is like the biggest home stand in decades, you know, off the fact that they, they they should have learned from that West Coast road trip, and um, they they haven't put together any wins throughout this whole stand. I'm just going to – I think uh, the one one loss that sticks out the most is the one against the Pacers. I don't don't even think it's close. Like, people can say what they want about the the, the two Magic L's, but the one against the Pacers, man, like, that's a special way to lose. Yeah. And they haven't won since. I mean (laughs) – Literally, they haven't won since that Lakers game. No, no. So, you know what we're talking about? We're talking about (laughs) if if Tatum doesn't put together the best performance of of the season – we will be talking about a six-game losing streak right now. Southern have lost five of their last six games. Hey. Sean can't believe it. Look, he's been, he's been looking ahead this whole time. Didn't see this one coming. I understand what's going on. The thing is, is that at least, at least in the Boston market, it hasn't been as bad as what happened in Vegas for the Patriots. Oh, ben. that's true. So, you got, you got to take that you know, that's right. You're right. You're I fresh was, off I, of your Vegas trip. I'm fresh out of Vegas. <laughs> I'm like, feeling I'm still, good. I'm you made it. I'm, I'm feeling good, so I probably, I mean, even even that game to me, I'm just like, the Celtics aren't doing that bad. Like they had literally like, a little so that, little that three game Monday, losing streak, but well, yeah, that Monday morning, <laughs> the, the Patriots were, were, were not even close, yeah. not even close. They were more the talk of the town. Thank God, what happened at the end of that Patriots game regulation was <laughs> was talked about way more than what the Celtics did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sean, Sean's like the, the Celtics will make the playoffs. Okay, we, we just, yeah, it's guaranteed. Patriots. <laughs> probably maybe you never know i still got faith but anyways the the way I, the way i look at the this three game losing streak is a little bit of like just top dogs getting fat and happy right i mean like that's what i see i'm a little bit worried about the shooting woes and the fact that i brought this up i did bring this up about two or three podcasts ago about you live by how you shoot and you die by how you shoot. And I was a little bit worried about it because they weren't playing a great defense. Well, I don't, th- but, uh, but, but uh, quick though, you also brought up the fact about two or three years ago that averages are averages, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and that, let's face it, this historic average, the Celtics had going those first wasn't, month and that was it sustainable. Month, it wasn't sustainable. Right. But, but, but we didn't expect this type of drop. No, no, especially, I mean, the, okay. the Celtics offensively just for the month of December, they're the worst team in the NBA. Like that's how, that's how fast that happened. Jesus. And, and we're what we got a week left into the month, so this is not a bad sample size. So, so I, I think, I think a couple of things. I, I, my first point is the the West Coast trip, obviously, was a tough one. And you got the Warriors, you got the Clippers, you got the Lakers. That's a tough three game stretch away at the at at the end of your West Coast trip. So it's not like the start; it's the end. And there's a little bit of slippage to understand there. But the fact that you got the Magic home home twice in a row mm. was like, I mean, we, we sort of talked about it. A little bit of like very much so a trap game, like a trap series. Like there's, there's going to be, you're going to have to play hard because the Magic play hard every night. They just don't have the talent to do it. But I mean, 
the one thing that I can't stop thinking about is the Robert Williams factor. Like the fact that they've been balling all year without Robert Williams and been able to play really good offense, really amazing offense, and everything's really revolving around the three-pointer, and you get a key cog back into your lineup that can't shoot the three, that changes your offense. As much as it's going to potentially help your defense, it changes your offense. And I feel like it's forced a little bit. Every time Robert Williams comes into the game, especially that first Magic game, the first Magic game, I think we talked about this when. Yeah, they were trying to yeah. they were trying to get him involved. I agree with you on that. There was plays set up for him, Marcus yeah. Smart. You know, the, especially the first law. Everybody, everybody lost crazy, their mind. But, yeah, but I mean, Rob Rob is obviously not a hundred percent. Yeah, I think he's I think he's, he's helping the team more than he's hurting them. If anything, and, he, and he's working his way. He's working his way up. So so then we're going to be okay because I think if if, <laughs> if well in that case, uh, I'm just saying like offensively, Rob is hurting us. He is. Because I feel like when Rob's in the game, and what's he been playing? 15, 20 minutes a game, maybe? 18. He yeah. The 20 minute mark um, in this in this last outing. And, and I thought, I think he he's looking better each time out. So that's obviously encouraging. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, and, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I think he looks a little bit lost at times. But um, if you look at this last game, it was interesting because I think it was like three minutes into the game, he completely lost Miles Turner on defense. Big time. Got an easy layup. But then it's like that moment forced him to sort of lock in. But all of a sudden, he got a, he got a block at the rim, and then he made a um, he made a um, or, or rather, I think it was I forget who got him a nice. I think it was Brogdon actually found him down low for a nice pass, a dunk, a couple of dunks. The blocks got the crowd really into it, so he started making these impact plays and, and stretches where the Celtics really needed them, right? Because obviously he's not starting right now; he's not yeah. a whole lot yep. of minutes, you know. But he he's doing his best, and I felt like when the Celtics gave you that little bit of hope, you know, when they were able to get the get the lead down down to six. Which was at thirty, so yeah, yep. I give him credit for that. Forty-one point, uh, and they uh, came third back. Quarter. They came back. They came Forty-one back. point third quarter, um, and they didn't come back though. That's the thing. I mean, look, but I got they came back. Yeah, a little bit. but it was just it was ugly, man. I, I I think this was easily the worst first half of the season. Eighteen zero run. The Pacers tack on forty-one first quarter points. They drained what 10, 10 three pointers. The Celtics coughed up eleven turnovers by halftime. Brutal. And that's playoff. Matt, um, that's playoff Warriors shit. That's what we were doing in the Warriors right, games. But then, but then the 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 thing is like, after the fact, we played two quarters of really good basketball though, which is like, uh, but I thought we were past this. Yeah, like, I thought like you you guys losing games in this fashion is so last year. Like you know but, what I mean? Like, but so let me put it this and, and and for people who I'm quoting Joe Mazzulla, it was not verbatim here, but that that's his attitude. To highlight the positives, and and I get that that's his thing, but I just think it reiterates the fact that the Celtics, really, this is really on them. There isn't going to be a oh Joe Mazzulla is going to have to pull something out of his bag of tricks, or he's going to have to find a new approach. No, this is on them, and that's not the worst thing in the world. But it's like, how is this thing going to pan out? You know. So I do think I think this like if the fact that Rob came back for this. Magic right, we got double Jalen too. Remind me. Yes, but the magic, the magic doubleheader, and then the Pacers, right? Like Rob is really a piece that will make an impact in a seven-game playoff series, right? Like he could potentially win you two games in a in a seven-game playoff series just with his defense alone, pretty much. So Obviously, that's what, yeah, that's what he was doing. Remember, he was right. He was on minutes restriction. He was considered day to day throughout. The and entire you knew, season. like, if he didn't play, we're fucked. If he did play, we're good. <laughs> yeah. That was that whole thing. Yeah. But then, but then, like bringing him back for these three games, like, and incorporating him back, and it's a little bit clunky. I think, like, part of me is like, if this was against the Heat. If this one's against the Bucks, if this was against the Nets, I think that it would have been a, a much more of an impactful like comeback. Yeah. See, my but, thing is, I I don't think it matters who they're facing. I think it's a matter of, oh, we've done this before, so it it'll it'll just click. But the, the shots will start falling. Don't right. worry, just keep shooting. Yeah. And I don't I don't like that mentality. Even though they're they're not terrible looks, they're open shots. I still hate seeing the Celtics use you know eight seconds of the twenty four second shot clock or. You know, the first open look they get, they're taking it. And, and those misses are turning into easy layups for the other team because right. they're not getting back in time. Like, it's just like this ongoing cycle. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wait, you're not going to guard 
Tyrese Halliburton, who's who's wide open from behind the arc. About, I was just about to say that. Like okay. even even Tyrese looked at everyone like, "Are you guys kidding me right now?" Like, boom, another three. He he drains six of them. Like the problem is that like laziness you is gonna it's gonna help any team. It doesn't yeah, matter you, who you're playing against. You weren't you weren't getting beat by Miles Turner. You were getting beat by Halliburton, and you were getting yeah. beat by. Um, and you were getting out hustled by how I mean by uh, Miles Turner and Paolo uh, Blanchero was during that two game series up against that yeah. against as well. Yeah. It but wasn't. You know, you know who wasn't balling though? Bobo, I know. <laughs> Bobo <laughs> weekend. Sorry, okay. sorry I didn't throw that in there. Yeah, Bobo weekend. Bobo had a. He, he was a batting in Friday Bobo, night. The Bobo, first game. Bobo averaged twelve points and about damn near ten rebounds over that two two game series. So, which is about what he averages. Yeah, yeah. which is whatever. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't go off of forty like I thought he may, but at the same time, he still had a very impactful. Packful series, but and with that, we'll conclude our uh, Bobo conversation here. <laughs> <on the College laughs> podcast. No, but in all seriousness. There's no cohesiveness for the Celtics on both ends of the floor right now. People look lost on defense and on offense. It's a lot of the, you know, the old habits from a season ago, right? They, like you said, they, it's either you're popping the first shot early in the shot clock or there's a lot of dribbling. The, 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 the ball is sticking. It's not popping. Guys that were used, normally making the shots in the first, you know, 20 or so games like Derek White. Uh, oh, Derek White has been garbage. You know, Grant Williams, like they're not, they're not making their shots now. Yeah. Did you hear me? As soon as he said Derek White, I was like, Ooh. yeah, no, Derek <laughs> White is the one guy that I'm like, yo, like, no, to be honest with you, you ready for this? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, I will say, I will say my part. Then you say your stats because I know that's really great. <laughs> you know how it stands. Yeah. Because he said, ready for this? <laughs> not ready for this. <laughs> but, but Derek White was actually playing probably the best basketball. That he's played in a Celtics uniform to start the season, mm. and it wasn't whether he was so coming much, off the bench or starting too. So, but, but was, it wasn't awesome. so much consistent. Like he's putting up this many points a game, but the I, I would say that he, and, and he, I, was, I he was impacting the game. I don't know the stats, but the minutes per game he was playing very well. And when he stopped playing, all of a sudden he stopped being able to score. Grant stopped being able to score. You didn't get any bench contribution from other, like other Hauser than other than Brogdon. all those guys. Yeah, yeah. Brogdon, right? Other, Brogdon, other than Brogdon. Brogdon's consistent. Yeah, but but then like you can't be your only bench player that's scoring though. Yeah, so let me let me hear the stat on on <laughs> Derek White. You're on, Sway. <laughs> Thirteen points in the last three games of this Celtics homestand. Right throughout that span, two for nineteen from the floor. That's not good. <laughs> two for nineteen. You don't say. And the fact that he's only taking 19 shots over three games, yeah. that's also not good. Yeah. That means he's scared. Well, I mean, that means he knows he doesn't have it. Well, and if you, Derek White is playing a lot of minutes, I want to see the minutes that he's playing. But, yeah, but that's, that was, that was going to be my next point. What if, you know, and the rotation, everybody's minutes has gone down because they're trying to fit Robert Robin. Williams back in? Because he's coming off the bench. He's not a starter right now. He's coming off the bench. Well, and there's some nights that Derek White starts and some nights that he doesn't. Marcus Smart was out. I mean, they decided to go with Payne Pritchard. See, he's also I don't know about all that, but he's also zero for nine throughout that stretch from behind the arc. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't which, made a, it's not which good. He hasn't made a three. He hasn't made a three since the Lakers. So he came into the so he came bad. into that stretch being over a forty percent shooter from three. Yeah, because remember we talked about this. We like, did. Other than outside of uh, Jalen Smart and 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 uh, Tatum, guys like Horford, Derek White, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Even Grant Williams, we're all shooting for over forty percent. Now I do, from behind the arc. He's, am, he's, I, he's shooting twenty one point six for the month of December. Yeah, yeah. that's no, another. I'm that's good. another big part of their offense, and they're so not hitting their threes right to, now. Now he's down to probably like a thirty seven percent three point shooter. Anyways, <laughs> I want to hear Jalen Brown take because I'd like to see what's going. Um, on. So no, I just think it's um, obviously he's 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 in a he's in a rough spot right now, right? I mean, whether it's the turnovers, whether it's just him trying to find consistency on offense overall. I mean, there's a lot of things you can complain about when it comes to Jalen Brown, and I feel like this this performance against the against the Indiana Pacers was like it's up there as one of his worst ones I've seen this year. So do you do you think? I it think has- they. I think one to to give to credit the the Pacers, they did their homework. They got the tape out on Jalen Brown because not only were they taking away the space, not only did they know like where he was going and the two step thing that he does, but they were they were slapping the ball away from him. They were making him uncomfortable. He was rattled. They were they were taking away his space. It was like. It was like they just had the skinny on him. And then he did that thing that he used to do last year where he starts to just check out. Yeah. And Tatum was just like, all right, 
I'm going to go into Tatum mode. He got slapped across. Tatum got slapped across the face, oh, and he went into God. angry mode. And I yeah. love that because he just starts scoring like his life depends on it. Yeah. And Jalen just just faded to the faded to the faded to black. Whatever. It is what it is. He he had his spots where he tried to help out. It didn't work out. But the overall vibe that I got from the team was almost as if like they were like, let's try to do this with as less with as minimal Jalen touches as as we can. I don't think that's good. Again, but it is reminds that a me Jaylen of last thing, year. Or it is that a team thing? I think that's a Jalen thing. It could be. It could be both. No, it I could, think that's more of a Jalen thing. I think with well, Jalen, clearly he's sort of not like to right. what Joel's saying. Being cohesive as a cohesive unit, it was like everybody else was 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 doing their best to 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 help a team that's playing a pickup game, right? Right. And I feel like out of all that, out of all the players, especially in that stretch. Jalen was like the biggest outsider. All right. What about the Marcus Smart factor? The, he no Marcus. That's true. No Marcus again in, in the Pacers game. So, you know, the uh, ball handling duties are, it's like by committee. Well, it, it, it seemed like, it seemed like that's that. That's why I got Brogdon. But Brogdon, you're going to up his minutes? Like, yeah. I think there's a reason why he's your six man because they want to make sure that his minutes are capped at a certain level because he's been known as an injury prone player. Sure, but Pritchard but, got the start though, and Pritchard right. got the start, right? Yeah. So you know, <laughs> and and you can and, and you can guess, yeah, he gave you nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think one, three in the second second half. So where... my my big thing about Jalen is like, okay, oh yeah, I got another thing too. But go ahead. If, if, <laughs> oh, he's like, I got more. Yeah. If, well, if Jalen, if Jalen isn't Oof. aggressive, I don't even want to tell you Pritchard's numbers. If if Jalen isn't aggressive, negative, then 15. I think that teams can literally be like, okay, Tatum. You beat us. If Jalen isn't going to be engaged in this game, we're fine. Like, as long as you don't have – as long as you can't go sit down on the bench and Jalen can take over the game just as much as you did, mm. we're fine. Like, we're going to be okay. If they can shut Jalen down early then and, and he checks out, then that's a, that's a major red flag. Well, mm. he, also found, he also found in, other ways but, to, but, to impact the game because – yeah. He has to come up with double-digit rebounds the last right, like three four games. I was gonna say the, the performance overall, it wasn't terrible. But again, but for what this team needs and what scoring. well, not just all about scoring, but just again, like the way he was just sort of like just not involved that last yeah, but know, that yeah. last quarter when they they needed him. You know? I I hear that, but I'm saying like if Jalen Brown wants to rebound, if Jalen Brown wants to rebound, and Jalen Brown wants to impact the game in different ways, that's fine, but. Who else is going to score yeah. to keep us in the game? The whole point, elite. the whole the whole thing about the Celtics is that you got two elite scorers yeah. that can literally take you down anytime. And you know, there's been quarters that have Agreed. been Jalen Brown quarters, and then the next quarter, you know, it's going to be a Tatum quarter. Yeah, eight for and 20, that, I just want to say real quick: nineteen points, uh, eight for twenty-three, one for five from deep. But then, yeah, he also had the ten rebounds, so it was a double double. But I mean, four turnovers. Um, again, just getting trapped, just, just out of sync. We got it's out of sync. Jalen right now. He didn't look like Jalen Brown. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Granted, you're 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 right. But Tatum didn't look like Tatum in the first half either. So, but then he put up forty one. No, you're right. <laughs> but my point is, the the Celtics were the that like the reason why the Celtics were so good in the first twenty twenty two games is because. The other guys knew their role. The other guys were scoring. They're not may doing I, that right may now. May I make one one point real quick? Well, hold on, real quick. Okay. But when that when that doesn't happen, so then Jalen and even Tatum to a certain extent, they say, "Well, I guess it's up to us to right. to play to to play hero." I know, I know what you're saying, and I agree with you because the reason why the Celtics were a historically great offensive team was because what you're saying. But I think we've known this team enough to know that if Jalen and Tatum aren't both balling out in the same night and going to be able to put up 25-plus points a night, this team will struggle to win big games. And if you don't have both of them engaged, and one of the, there's been times where Tatum has been off, right? It, it, does, it doesn't matter who it is. But if you don't have both of them going for a combined 60 points, this team will struggle to win games. 
It, it yeah, just especially, especially the other guys are not knocking down shots. Well, 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 well the other guys were, were knocking down shots, and that's why this team was historically great. And I think, like, role players will come in in the playoffs and you short your rotation and things will be fine. But you need 60 like they, from Jalen and Tatum. If you don't get 60 from Jalen and Tatum, yeah. especially in the regular season, especially in the doldrums of the regular season, you're going you're gonna to struggle to win games. Well, what do they shoot? From three, the Celtics as a as a team because meanwhile you did get sixty from Jalen Tatum, but Tatum had to pull. Well, you want to get that? <laughs> I think the better okay, but sixty plus, sixty plus. I think the I better mean. question is how do the Pacers shoot from three? Because that oh was, yeah, yeah, that, that was season high for them. Yeah, yeah they finished with eighteen. Yeah, they, they like, suck at like, three points. They're like fifty percent from three, right? Almost, yeah, forty six point two. Uh, but they they're pretty much shooting fifty percent throughout yeah. the entire game, right? Yeah. And then they, they had a and bad the, they had a bad stretch at the end there where it was garbage time. Yeah, I guess. And then the Celtics, uh, <laughs> sure. The Celtics went uh, thirteen for forty one, so they were thirty one point seven percent from. Okay, so that's that's not good for Celtics standards. That is not that is not good. And Tatum mind and you, Horford were the only ones that scored uh, more than two. Okay, two, two so points. and mind you, they only lost by five. All right. Granted, there was a uh, thirty point hole that they had to climb out of. I mean, yeah, I mean, five points felt oh, like seven hundred points. Yeah, but see, and that's another guy too. The Hauser, Hauser hasn't been hitting his shots. Hauser, he's I'm, been off. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put it here. I'm gonna put it here. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both need to get on the same page of being like every single game. No. We need to be balling, and if if Marcus Smart. Al Horford or Malcolm Brogdon aren't playing either. Any one of them are not playing in the game. They need to go for a 65 point, 70 point, something like that. And like, you didn't have Marcus Smart in that Pacers game. I think depending you on didn't that have case. Al Horford in that first, first Orlando game. Right. You didn't have, you, oh, you, well, you did, but yeah, you got ejected. You missed. Yeah. You got ejected. Oh yeah. You hit, nailed the guy in the nuts, which by the way, Anna Horford's tweet was great. That, that I like summed it up. What'd she say? She was like, eh, it just looks like a veteran telling a young guy to stop kneeing me in the fucking back of the fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back on. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but Anna she's actually going to be in town soon. She's, um, she's, she's celebrating her birthday soon next month. So uh, shout right. out to Anna. Yeah. But I, big, I don't, uh, big, I don't know. Big three zero. So, so I, this is how I'm going to break this down. No, I'm not, you know, Al's getting up there. Anna's thirty. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like shit. I'm not. I'm not worried about the Celtics' woes. Papa Hofer. I just think that what the Celtics need to do is they need to then now understand that when you're the best team in the league, you have to bring your A game every single time, mm. and not only Tatum can't just get mad and score forty one. And what, how many have in the second half? Like 28. 28 in the second half? Yeah. yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jason Doug, Doug Collins has said this on every single fucking game we've seen him call. The NBA is a first quarter league. It's a first quarter league. You got to come out. You got to play well in the first quarter. And you got to establish yourself, especially in the regular season. You have to establish yourself. And sometimes I feel like. That's that's Tatum and Brown time, and well, they I mean, have been. But what if, what if the Celtics had won this game? Like, are we are we still bringing these things okay, up? If the Celtics win this game, like that'd be that's the biggest the probably Celtics, one of the biggest comebacks you know, of the if, season. If the Celtics win this game, we're still sitting here saying the Celtics lost four out of six, and they barely won the last one, and they won against the Lakers, who suck. So, like, I mean, the the six game stretch has not been favorable for the Celtics at all. I mean, that was a very winnable game against Orlando the first time. You go up 14 to 4 and you just fucking start leaking like a sieve, dog. <laughs> that, that was that was awful. When you get up 14 to 4 and then I, Tatum was balling and then all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, but what about the 18-0 Pacers run in that first quarter? Like, well, I hear that. I hear that. So that that game would have been a lot more. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'm going to put it this way very blatantly. If you lose to the fucking Orlando Magic. Two games in a row, both at home. One without Tatum, by the way. What do you think about that? Um, I'm okay with it. Oh, <laughs> I'm okay with it. Such a dad. Spoken like a true dad. Yeah, of course. Fifth birthday. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're not bringing up the fact that well, Orlando, you know, had been playing well going in, coming into the, you know, the, the garden was. The, yeah, because was you know, that six games, six games in a row that they you know Sean would be like, "It's Orlando. I'm taking the night off. I'm out." No, especially <laughs> if Tatum. No, because you got a guy like Jalen Brown here. Like, hey, I I'm not sure if you saw. But the first All-Star shit came out, 
And Jalen and Jason are both in the fucking starting lineup, right? Yeah. So well, we don't know for sure, but but in the first first patch of voting, they're in the they're in the no, starting lineup. On the first return, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Um. So just gonna put it out there. Just gonna put it out there. Maybe an all star could beat fucking the Orlando Magic by himself. But if they can't, then we'll figure this shit out. So after the loss, we're told at the podium we're gonna get well. It goes without being said. Uh, I was going to say Joe Mazzula, but um, we're getting Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Malcolm Brogdon's going to be talking in the locker room. Malcolm talks in the locker room. Yep. Tatum hits the podium. Jalen Brown went home. He left. Now, I don't criticize players when they do that, but my my thought is always, well, what triggered it? The, just the loss altogether? Was it? Something that he I didn't hope. like. He didn't like what happened throughout the game. That maybe he, he hoped, or was he just disappointed in himself? Like that. The, the the reason why this type of thing drives people crazy because it's like we don't know exactly what it is. We won't until he speaks again. So. I hope. I hope what it is is Marcus Smart cutting his fucking asshole. I hope Marcus Smart was like <laughs> because he needs that. I'd prefer he's, if he's just mad. He's just mad at himself. Yeah, like whatever it takes for him. To, he's at home sick. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you yeah. mean he's his ass? He wasn't even at the arena. He probably called him. You know, <laughs> FaceTimed his ass. Like, I, FaceTime his ass. Or, 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 he's not like you, bro. He's not drinking, okay. drinking and watching the game, bro. Um, <laughs> I think, or, or, it's so like, for me, for me, <laughs> for me, this has been a thing about Jalen Brown since he's been here. Is like, there's something, there's something there that just like, I don't know. Yeah, you're always like, you're always skeptical on it. There's something, and I, I, yeah, I, you, you both can attest to this. I was just when, just when we think, you know, you're on the Jalen train. I am. You got I'm one trying foot so off, hard. And you just want to jump off the <laughs> I'm trying so hard, but I also you think know? that, like, that type of move, you know what that type of move is? What type of move is that? What type of move is you had a bad game and you don't come to the podium? Uh, not a champion move. That's a Kyrie Irving move. Well, I think it's a coward. Like, I don't want to call him a coward. That's a Kyrie Irving move. I'm just saying. There is how many times were you covering the team where the team didn't do very well and Kyrie did something, and yeah. he walked off, stormed off, had a bad night, pow powed his to his uh waited like two and a half hours to Yeah, to, to us, come yeah. back out. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like Jalen Brown, I am hoping is how I think he is, which is a like activist great act great basketball player um team guy hope he is all those things but then there's times like that that just sort of you just start to think and you're just like is he like i I just i I just i i i can't like tatum for okay for everything that people want to talk about tatum for saying that he isn't uh you know as passionate as he should be cares about losses as he should be you know, as they're involved as he should be in the Kobe thing and all this stuff in Boston versus Lakers, whatever. He still shows up. Like, I know he missed the game because of his son's fifth <laughs> Unless birthday. Unless his son's turning five. Well, it's his son's fifth birthday. You only get that one time, bro. I don't care about that. <laughs> and the next year's going, oh, it's his sixth birthday. Well, if Jalen Brown. No, it's his seventh. I mean, you only get the one. You only if Jalen Brown. It wasn't even the day of his damn birthday, all right? Uh, if Jalen Brown. If Jalen Brown. And not for nothing, uh, parties, birthday parties are way better on Saturday than Sunday. If Jalen Brown had said, hey, I'm not going to the podium because it's my son's birthday, no one would have a fucking problem. I don't know about that. And you know what? You know what? Al Horford. Uh, will you do that after, after don't, the win? Don't. I doubt it. Don't get this shit twisted because Al Horford missed about, what? Five games. Five, five out of games? Six, at least five games. Five for out of health six. and safety protocols, which I told you I knew was health and safety protocols. Wait, so he could. Six. He oh, could, you're talking about uh, the, the road He trip. quarantined. I thought you were making a kid joke. No, he, one of those games. He quarantined to go see his kid yeah, be birthed. Two, two out of the be, games was because he went, yeah, the birth of his daughter. And the, the first game of that road trip. That he missed was because it was a back-to-back. He doesn't do back-to-backs. It was the second half of back-to-back. And then and the next two was because of the health and health safety, and safety protocol. protocol. So I mean, he could yeah. go to the hospital yeah. to see his baby born. Yeah. I mean. Nah, I think that second one was just just went on no, underneath I, five days. I, I <laughs> The quarantine. <laughs> I, but if I, he was available, he wouldn't it. have been available. I got you. Whatever. You see what I'm saying, right? Yeah. See what I'm saying? 
But I mean, something about Jalen Brown is a little bit off, and yeah, I man. don't know what it is. And I will never. I I, I want. I I think Jalen is like. But see the same thing. The same bought thing. in, but I'm just at the same time. No, a but bit the same worried. way you just brought up Tatum, I'm like you know the the different. Uh, I don't know if you want to call them excuses or whatever when things don't go well, and then when he, when it comes to Jalen, it's like, no, it's it's got to be this. It's got to be because it's because <laughs> he doesn't care or because he he's in his no. I can chalk it up as he just he had a bad night. Tatum's a better player than Jalen, so he's got a lot more leeway. But then, but see, that's that's not how the Celtics think. Well, I think that way, and everyone thinks that way. But everyone that's not how the Celtics that think. The Celtics are the ones that. That believe that these two are gonna, you know, lead this team into you a think championship. Marcus thinks that way. What do you mean, Marcus Smart? Marcus Smart thinks when what way? Marcus Smart thinks that Tatum and Brown are equal, and both of them should have the same type of like, excuses when things go wrong. But that's not what I said. I said that that these two players are the ones that are gonna lead this team to a championship, mm-hmm. and everyone else are compliments to these two. Well, that's why I'm buying into Jalen and trying to say like, hey. He is the X factor for us to win a championship this year. So if he can't perform night in, night out, and take over when Tatum has an off night or anyone has an off night, like then then we have a problem. Well, That's all I'm saying. Well, if Jalen said the things that Tatum would say, I think more people would have a problem with Jalen saying it versus Tatum. Because Tatum, Tatum, Tatum is on the whole, it's – Fifty games left in the season, like it's it's not it's not the end of end all be all. I would love to hear that from Jalen Brown. You would love to hear that from Jalen Brown. I would. Mm, I doubt it. We had a bad night. I'm here facing. I think you prefer that than nothing. Yes, facing the media. I'm here, gonna sit here and be like, "Hey, we had a bad night. This isn't the team we are. Like, whatever. Like, okay." Instead, he scurries away. That's not cool. <laughs> All right, well, let's see what he has. Let's see what the schedule has in store for Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and the Celtics. We'll see what um we'll see if Marcus Smart will be back in the lineup. Um, I know he's dealing with a non-COVID illness, so hopefully he's feeling better. But um probably the flu. The flu's going around like crazy right now. Yeah, guys. it really is. Well, he's it been is. upgraded to questionable. So I'm- well, um, to be honest with you guys, he's been sick for like two weeks, man. Like he's been coughing up since he's been coughing up a storm since I saw him in Chicago. So like he's he's yeah. been on and off of uh, in terms of how severe it's been. But yeah, non COVID related is always good news. Yeah, no, not for nothing during like yeah flu season. It's smart, he's guaranteed to miss a few games every season. And yeah, you he know just what? Gets sick. He That's just true. gets sick. Yeah, yeah. Just, you, you know, know what? I'm so happy that they're putting smart like putting him down. Keeps passing them blunts, you know? No, but pass the blunts. <laughs> pass the blunts with your own crew. Don't pass yeah. it to the Celtics because every time Smart gets sick, the whole team gets sick over the past, like, three years. Have you guys noticed that shit? Maybe you don't share the blunt. You fucking take a joint to the face. You know what I mean? Like Everyone get their own and just fucking chill outside. You got like a pack and of go, go go outside, which yeah. they won't do. They won't yeah. fucking go outside. They yeah. hang inside. Like, act like act like the millionaires that you guys are. Yeah. And, and do it smart, okay? You know what it is? It's probably the other guys. It's the it's the it's the crews. You know, yeah. Some kid who hangs out with them all the time. Yeah, the yes men passing COVID around to everybody. Anyways, are we looking ahead? Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Question is, are you looking ahead? I am looking ahead, and um, tonight, Celtics Timberwolves in the Garden. Could be the biggest swindle of Danny Ainge's career is for the five first-round draft picks he got for Rudy Gobert, who everyone on Minnesota hates. <laughs> Fans, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards all hate him. He is the worst player in basketball. And I was on a first. I was on a first. Mr. COVID himself. <laughs> uh, Timberwolves. Patient Zero. You can't Tim- stand that guy. I don't. I, I can't stand him, and I don't even know him. <laughs> you know what I mean? You see this guy's face, you just get angry. You, just, you, you meet a guy you think you won't like, and you're like, oh, you know, he's, he's all right. I really feel like I meet him and be like, I was right. Mm, I was a, right. Not a fan of Goldberg? No. And then um, 
the, okay, so let, let's be honest. The biggest the biggest game that's going to be going on on Christmas Day is Bucks Celtics, which happens at uh, they got the eight o'clock spot, which is interesting. Wait, Bucks Celtics are at eight. They're no, at eight. They're, they're at five, bro. They're at five. Bro. Are you still? Are you still on oh, like, like, like Vegas time? Vegas time. Are you still? Your phone hasn't converted. Yet? I thought you. Oh man, you just messed with me so hard. I, I just got so mad for a second. Yeah, I really. <laughs> That's my fucking day. Right like, there. Did they just fucking switch it? I was I, like, what? I yeah, uh, just couldn't read my phone. I think <laughs> for weeks I've been saying five's not bad. Five's not bad. At the morning, be better chill. It was at three thirty. Do the game, come back home. We can still chill, grab some drinks. You know, yeah, chill with the you'll fam. Be, you'll be back what by like nine, yeah, ten, yeah, ten the latest, far before ten. Because it's Christmas, and I am a big Santa Claus fan. Okay, I'm not just gonna give you the look ahead. I'm gonna give you the Christmas Day spread, dude. Hey, let's I'm gonna go. give you the Christmas Day spread. It's the season, fellas. Hey. There is nothing, and and everybody with kids out there knows there's nothing better than a 12 p.m. Christmas tip-off after you've been awake since 5 a.m. When your kids get up, you had the coffee, you've been up since 3 because you forgot to wrap a couple things, you wake up, you get the coffee, your kids get up, and then about, no, to be honest, about 9 o'clock, things die down, mm. Right? Every, the kids are fed. They got the presents. You're sitting there like, can I go back to bed? But you can't. <laughs> you actually can't yeah. because you got to anticipate the 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 family coming over. Yeah. You can't be that guy still sleeping. Yep. So at noon, you are going to see a great game at noon. Philadelphia 76ers versus the New York Knickerbockers. And Ooh, this, I think I think the Knicks, gonna roll right now. Knicks are balling. Knicks are balling. Go New York. Go New York. Hey, and I'm a big Brunson guy. I'm a big Brunson guy. That's your guy. Also, Randall has been playing some of the best ball he's ever played in his entire career. No, the Knicks are the Knicks are balling. And you know who else is uh, creeping up the uh, the standings in the East? Oh, tell me who. Oh, I know who you're gonna say. The freaking Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn. Oh, did you talk about the Timberwolves? We did talk about the Timberwolves when we yeah, said that did. Rudy Gobert was you the worst player. Oh, that was Gobert. That's right. So. For like a split second, I was like, like uh, "What'd you pay attention?" For a split second, I was like, "That's, it's not. That's the jazz, bro." It's and then, jazz. and then, and then. Okay, so, so, so that that is a legitimate good game. You would watch that at seven p.m. on any night on League Pass or if it was on ESPN. You'd watch that game, and I think that the only thing that Philly wins that Philly only wins that game if Embiid goes for fifty, mm. because Philly's so banged up right now. And New York is on a little bit of a tangent. They're they're they, they're going off, they, man. They found their they found their stride. Yeah. And I, I'm I am I am semi rooting for the New York Knicks right now because Jalen Brunson's my dude. I think Jay, uh, Julius Randle's the most underrated basketball player in the NBA. This guy really likes Randle. And yeah. um, and no, the, no, and but and the Knicks have a chip on their shoulder because they got a. Traffic taken away for tampering. And I'm going hey, to start my, my sources. start my parlay of Christmas games, which I do every year, with the Knicks winning, whatever the spread is. I do money line at all. Knicks going to win that game. Uh, then we got the 230 game. Lakers-Mavericks in Dallas, which the Lakers are falling off, not being on the PM side of things, like the nighttime side of things. But Luca versus LeBron—that's a—that's a marquee matchup. Yeah, it should be a good one, especially for you know Christmas Day. I'm sure LeBron brings a game. But um, will the Lakers win it though? Who knows? You never know what I team's going to show up. I got Mavs. Home, home, Mavs. I got Mavs. Well, there's no Davis, so that's an easy one. No but, Davis. Yeah. yeah, he's out for at least a month. And there goes my fantasy team. Yep. Um, no wonder I got him. In then the Bucks Celtics at 5 p.m. So not 8 p.m. <laughs> Which is what we told you. Yes. I mean, Bucks Celtics is probably the biggest battle of like legitimate teams right now. But mm-hmm. where the teams sit, Grizzlies Warriors—that's a great eight PM game because no Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain's out now. Yeah, my fantasy team's really fucked, falling in shambles. What's your deal, guy? With the, the Warriors, the Warriors, it's in shambles, man. The Warriors have been a little bit uh, suspect at best. But they've they've turned it on after the after it's the, been it's been all downhill since they beat. Yeah, no, the, no, 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 it's all good. No, no, it's all good. They're, they're playing at home. 
Yeah. They're oh, like, so that'll be fine. They're like three and sixteen on the road, but they've only lost like twice at home. So it's, it's all good. They're only like to uh yeah, they, they, yeah, they yeah. take care of home for Exactly. Like if every game was at home, they'd be undefeated. And then the night game is where we fucking really get drunk and watch some fucking basketball. Come by. Come through. We got we got we got Suns, Nugs, ten thirty. Let's Ooh, fucking go. That's a good one. Late night, you got Jokic, you got Book, Aiden, Chris Paul's back in the mix. Jamal Murray. Cameron Payne. Well, Let's go. Jamal oh, Camp. Oh, you want me to go on the Suns? I know all the Suns. <laughs> He's like, don't you? Don't, don't For some do stupid it. reason, I've bet too many nights on the Suns at the 10 o'clock spot, and I've never Jamal won Murray nothing. Did? She's still out? No, Jamal Murray's fine, but he's not he's not himself is what I'm trying to say. He's just he's playing, he's playing the minutes, but he's not himself. So um so okay. If I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna run down my parlay for Christmas, you guys tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> you can just tell no one gives a fuck. All right, ready? I got Knicks, I got Mavs, I got Celtics, I got I guess I'll go Warriors because they're you got at home. Celtics? I don't know. Warriors at home, and then I'm going to take the Suns at night. That's my parlay. That's my five-team parlay to take over the world. How are you guys feeling about that? Lock it in. Great. <laughs> I don't know what the Celtics want. You don't think the Celtics going to be the Bucks on Christmas the Day? The Bucks, man. The Bucks want the Celtics' blood right now. Man. At home? <laughs> you want the Celtics' blood? Yeah, like the dude from uh, <laughs> telling Ron Burgundy and Anchor Man. That's what he's. That's what's going on. When he, when he was talking was about the San Diego, yeah. he's, he's like, he's like the Greek freaks here, and he wants the Celtics' blood. Like you know, <laughs> they took that shit personally. Like, and now that that the way the Celtics been playing lately. We talked about this last week. Giannis knows. He he keeps up with the score. He watches NBA TV every morning as much as we do. Like, so he's like, oh, this should be a good one. We'll send a message in front of everybody. First matchup of the season. But it's not only that. Like any any player in the, in the league can be like, yeah, give me tape on at Team X or Player X. And it's yeah, it's all good. Yeah, that's true, true, bro. Also, also. No, man, I don't know. Ever since he pushed that damn ladder in the postgame, from some uh, staff worker just trying to do his job. I'm like, man, Giannis is on one right now. It was in Philly. It was in Philly. Yeah, Giannis so feels the pressure. He's like, damn it, Boston's too too good for me right now. This how this how we're gonna do this. This how we're gonna do this. Trez, Trez is like, you get the fuck out of here. This how we're gonna do this. Okay, we're gonna go Timberwolves, Bucks for the Celtics. What do we got? If somebody says zero and two, you're off the podcast. <laughs> one and one. Yeah, one and one. All right, I got two and zero. But that's not going to be easy. That game against the, the Timberwolves. I'm I got two no, and zero. I got one and one. It's the Timberwolves that they lose to, and I, I think Marcus wins. I mean, I got, Marcus Marcus comes back. Marcus wins. All right, I got two and zero. Celtics. They're going to play twenty one at the end of the game. Celtics beat the Timberwolves, and Marcus wins. Marcus wins. Yeah. Marcus Marcus wins. <laughs> Marcus. They're going to play knockout, and then Marcus is going to win. Yeah, Marcus is like, hey, I'm um, I'm also doing a skills competition after the game for just for fun, <laughs> you know. Marcus wins. All right, so one, two, three, and go. then and then I need your I need your thoughts on my parlay. So this is the real thing. Do you go five and zero, oh, or do you say I'm wrong? Because parlay is five and zero oh, or nothing. So Knicks, Sixers, who you got? Sixers. What? Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll go you, Knicks. All right, Knicks. Then you got Lakers, Mavs, Mavs. I'm gonna say Lakers and like a tight one. So just George, so Joe just goes against you. Just so everyone knows everything you, do, everything you we, say. Joel is 0 and 2 yeah. and Sway is 2 and 0. Okay, this is crazy. All right. Next is the Bucks Celtics, which I don't know who you're gonna pick. Who Celtics. You gonna, Celtics. Yeah. Bucks. All right, so we got Celtics one and two. So and don't forget that they lost they lost after being up by like twenty, if I'm not mistaken, last Christmas. All right, Warriors Grizz. You know what? The Grizz, yo. Fuck the Warriors. <laughs> I mean, Steph is out, man. I'm probably going Grizz, too. Yeah, yo. Why'd you guys fucking sell me on the Warriors, Doug? I didn't say shit. You both sold me on the Warriors. And that last game. No, man. You sold Suns yourself. Nugs. Right? Suns, no, Nugs. Yeah, that one. I was, Suns, I was with you on that. Suns, Nugs. I'm going to say Nugs. Suns. Okay. So, just to wrap this up. <laughs> um, Joel thinks one and one. Sway <laughs> thinks one and one. I think two and zero oh for the Celtics. Joel thinks my parlay is gonna be fucked in the yeah after the first game. 
just <laughs> totally blown the fuck up. He thinks I'm going to be four out of five, uh, four out of five wrong. Sway, you with me for three out of two, three out of, two, uh, th- yeah. uh, three out of five, three and two, three out of five. Yeah. The Celtics one. And then the, uh, the Warriors one. Oh no, no. The Knicks one. Right. No, you had Knicks. Oh no, I had Knicks. You had Suns, Celtics. Yeah. No, Knicks, Suns, Knicks, Bucks, Mavs. Yes. Yeah. Lakers. You have Mavs. Celtics losing Lakers winning and the uh, Warriors Grizzlies winning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Warriors losing. Wild guys. Wow. Hey, I like that. A little Christmas version. I can't wait. Let's all put some bets in. Let's all do a ten dollar parlay. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> Anyways, what do we what do we miss, Joel? Uh, yeah, it's about that time. Let's take a trip around the NBA. There's been a lot of things that I've missed, but maybe you didn't miss, right? Did you think you missed everything that I missed, Sway? Well, in case you missed it. 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 Amari Stoudemire has apparently been arrested after allegedly punching his daughter in the jaw and drawing blood, according to the uh, Miami Herald. It's terrible. Uh, Stoudemire told cops his daughter, quote, Received a whooping for being disrespectful and a liar. End quote. Oh, man, this is this is um, I mean, look, you want the whole story. You, you want to know what happened. But let's be honest, it doesn't look good. I mean, um, the language I'm hearing that it was a punch. Right. Like what what, what triggered a punch, you know, and and, you know, you could talk about her age, her being a, a, a teenager, but I, I don't know. Again, you, you have to get the full context to truly understand what happened. And it just it, from the outside looking in, it doesn't look good at all. Yeah. From my perspective, like no matter how old your daughters are, you're still the dad. You right. can't do that shit yeah. like that. No matter if you're Mari Stoudemire to Michael Jordan to Even me, if, you know if, what I mean? If it's, if it's a nine year old or a 15, 16, 17, you yeah, let them, you, either one. You, either they way. went, they fucking win when, yeah. when that shit happens. When those arguments happen, they fucking win. You walk away. That's it. That's why you're the dad. But I don't know. Amari Stoudemire, where is he coaching? I don't think he's coaching. I don't know, I, I don't know if he's still I in the big. I thought he was with the Nets. No, he was in the big three, and then he was still, he was still he was playing a couple of years ago. Nets. That's a weird organization. No, but that, but not this year. Though. No, this year not. Yeah. Well, he was there last year in he the playoffs. He was there last year, yeah. I'm just saying the Nets. He's got his Masters, too. I don't, don't know, have man. the best track story. record. I mean, by weird, I mean not 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 good, not, not a uh, – you know, something that we're going to know the whole story, you know, not that we know the whole story right now. I think it's something that's going to be developed. Uh, it's going to be a de- an ongoing story. story. <laughs> an ongoing story. Yeah. All right. In case you missed it, Wally Zerbiak, he uh, apologized to uh, Tyrese Halliburton for his um, his comments about calling him a, a quote, uh, non-all-star, a wannabe Fan. all-star. Wannabe all-star, yeah. And but, and the reason I don't think the reason why this is like making because everyone's mad at him. That's why. Yeah, but no, because it was because of uh, Matt Barnes who called him out and said it was fucking bullshit. Like he hates the, oh, like he former players. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. talking about how former play. He hates how former players. Said it was a bitch ass move or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What he said actually, yeah. this bum ass motherfucker Wally Zerbiak, uh is just completely Ooh. disrespecting. Yeah, exactly. Tyrese Halliburton, who's leading the league in assists, calling him a fake all-star and fake this and fake that. I'm just like, like, why? Like, what's the point of that? Like, what do you get out of that? But it's just like, I don't see why former players feel like it's like it's their spot or that it doesn't make them feel better to disrespect these guys. Like, to me, this shit is super weak. Like, he's leading the, the league in assists right now. And he's, what is he, 20 points? 20 points score. 18 seconds left. Step back. Mr. Supposed wannabe fake all-star with the big miss. Last chance down three for the wannabe all-star. Let me keep it that way. He's in his second year. He's a very good player. He's not going to make the all-star team. A guy like Julius Randle or Jalen Brunson will make it over Tyrese Halliburton. Third Tonight year. we saw why. Yeah. Oh, it's his third year? Third year, yeah. Yes, you're right. Okay. right. So that's like, yeah. So hold on. Oh, I'm, the, I'm, way, oh the way he put it. Oh, you're, are you about to say right now? I'm going to read, I'm gonna read what, um, what Wally said. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'll tell you guys what, what right. Halliburton said. Quote, I want to apologize personally to Tyrese Halliburton. Wonderful young player, definitely in the all-star conversation. End quote. So I didn't say. So why did you say that? <laughs> like, why did you say a wannabe all-star if he's in the conversation yeah, hold on. by your standards? What if Scal said that about Tatum two years ago? Would anyone be mad about that shit? I feel like Halliburton was traded for the best player in Indiana Pacer history since Reggie Miller. Sabonis. 
They traded Halliburton for him. They're not winning games. He's not a superstar. So Wally Zerbia can say that. I, I'm not I'm not mad about it. I'm actually not mad about it at all. Even though yeah, I had what's the final wannabe all-star. Like the way so a wannabe all-star is the best player on the worst team. Like that's what the Pacers were. Yeah, but see the when way he probably I see said it, that. The way I see it is the way Tyrese Halliburton said it. And it's like, when did I say I want to be an all-star? Or when was it like up for debate? Or when was it like uh, a narrative out there being like, man, this guy should be an all-star, and they're not giving it to him. You know what I mean? Well, like, what did you do to Wally Zerbiak? I, I have no clue. I know the name Wally Zerbiak. I couldn't tell you where he played. I couldn't tell you what he did as a basketball player. I don't know. He had a lot to say about me. I, I was really like questioning, like, first, who is this? And uh, why is he talking about me like this? I don't know if I've ever came out and said, like, I want to be an all-star this year. Please vote for me. I didn't, I didn't. I don't think I've done that. The, when he got traded for Sabonis, that was the whole thing, is that Halliburton is supposed to be way better than Sabonis. Everybody in that trade said, oh, who won the trade? Sabonis for Halliburton. Who won the trade? Oh, everyone said Sacramento. No, in Indiana. Everyone said Indiana won Well, the everyone trade. said Indiana, but everyone said that. that, that Sacramento is a better team now, and they're winning oh, games. Hold on. Everyone said that, but everyone said that uh, Sabonis was the clear-cut best player in the deal. Yeah, but and everyone you know, said you know that. the old saying: the best, the best, the team that gets the best player of the deal most likely in the future will win the trade. So, but the NBA, what they like, need to make a decision. How did they get Halliburton? How did Halliburton go? Yeah, but they had to make a decision. Fox. They had a decision. They had to make a decision between Fox and Halliburton. Obviously, they picked Fox. Well, in the in the clip where he calls him this, they're recapping the game. It was a, the Pacers against the Knicks, and Halliburton had a chance to send the game to overtime. So he misses the shot, and the Knicks win. So he's a color commentator for the Knicks, which I don't understand why. But anyways, yeah, he is. So he's like, oh, yeah. He played there for a bit. Yeah, so of course, did he really? Yeah. Oh. But he's an Indiana guy. Minnesota guy. Yeah, Minnesota guy. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like never played for Indiana. Like, no, in, in, yeah, <laughs> he's making fun of them. So, yeah, so, you know, he's saying, oh, the, uh, of course he missed because he's a non-all-star. He's a wannabe all-star. And he just was just like all that. And even his coworkers are like sitting there next to him like, yo, like, like it's not that serious. You know, he's like, yeah, he missed a shot, but not because yeah. he's walking around saying, oh, I'm an all-star. Right. I'm a fucking, you know, I'm the man or whatever. He's like, yeah. why don't you, you know, fucking take it easy there? Take it easy, champ. Why don't you stop talking for a while? Maybe sit the next couple plays out. You know what I mean? He's a wannabe all-star. He's not. He's a non-all-star. It's like, all right, guy. But anyways. And by the way, he never played for the next one. Yeah. I, think <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> I guess I was thinking about Cleveland. I don't know. He went from Minnesota to Boston, Boston to Seattle, Seattle to Cleveland. And then after that, I forget where he went. After Cleveland. I feel like he called it a career. All right, I'll put it this way. Real quick, Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell, James Harden, Trey Young, and then are you picking Halliburton over the – What, are you, are you saying he's oh, not saying like voting? You're saying he's not an all-star? No, but, no, but he's saying non-all-star because of his, his – what he's been – how he's been playing, not because he's, you know – What I'm saying is like there's no point guard. All-star. It's two guards. So Jalen Brown and Donovan Mitchell are going to – with that shit over Halliburton, right? What Most likely. Yeah, but that's for starting, though. Yeah, he's not going to be a starter, but he can still make the team. Yeah. 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 Harden, if you name five guards in the East that you think are flat out better than him, then okay, he's probably not going to make it. But Trey Young. He should. He's not. Uh, he's not. Uh, he hasn't been the, 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 the best teammate of late. But I think you're going to look at um, Halliburton and Jaden Ivey and the same thing. No, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. And Halliburton gets a, miss a, gets a nod. Yeah. But Ivy, he's a rookie. Ivy will have chances, right? Exactly. All right, what else we missed? All right, in case you missed it, the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame announced the list of eligible candidates for the class of 2023. All right, and uh, some high-profile names include Paul Gasol, Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, Greg Popovich, oh, Dwayne Wade. Damn, D Wade's in. And uh, the 1976 U.S. Olympic women's basketball team, just to name a few. Nice. Finalists for next year's class. I think all those names that <laughs> I mentioned are probably going to get in versus anybody yeah, else. Yeah, I think so. I think they're a lot. Wait, 
Um, who's the best player in this in this uh in this Hall of Fame class? Say it again. Who's the best no, player no, no, in the Hall of Fame the class? Names again. Oh, yeah. He said, "Who's the best player?" <laughs> God damn it! Paul Gasol, it's probably Tim Duncan. Oh, he's not in this. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said that, I just pictured him with his Hall of Fame coat on. I was like, he definitely got in over it. No, it's definitely Tim Duncan. No. When you he's, cover Paul Gasol, he's, he's not definitely in this. Tim Duncan. <laughs> he's definitely got in with fucking KG and Kobe, but all right. <laughs> He hasn't played in so long. No, All right, Paul Gasol, <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker. Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, it's Dirk, dog. That ain't even a, there we go. Why did I, I say Tim Duncan? Dirk Nowitzki. It's, it's, it's between Dirk and, and Wade, I guess. Dirk, okay. Dirk, Dirk, Nowitzki. <laughs> Dirk, 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 Nowitzki. Everyone's going to say Wade, though. People love Wade. Yeah. I never realized how many people thoroughly love Dwayne Wade until after Pierce said that shit about him being better. I was like, yo, people really love Wade. Okay, Dirk or Wade? I don't know, man. Yeah. It's Dirk. You kind of want to give Dirk's a better player. Wade have <laughs> Wade Wade was great. I don't know, man. I wasn't okay. I was never a huge Dirk guy. Let me No, nope. well, hold on. Yeah, he's a better scorer. D Wade would have been a five-year NBA All-Star without getting support. Dirk was an NBA All-Star with basically no support. He never had a LeBron. He never had a Bosch. He never had a Shaq dude on that team. Uh, damn right he did. And he had, <laughs> and he had Jason Kidd, Sean Marion at their end of, of the career. All I need, So, hey, anybody that says wait over Dirk, you're fucking dumb. Right? <laughs> yeah, okay. If you, that's okay. Cool. You say you say it's Dirk. Some people are gonna. Um, I agree with Sway. Some people are going to say it's Dwayne Wade. But do you think it's Dwayne Wade? I don't think it's Dwayne Wade. No. But Dirk or Dwayne? I think people are gonna think that Dirk is the best. Who do you think? I think Dwayne Wade is a better player. <laughs> Overall player. And I get it. Yeah, he had help. I get it. I get all that. But. Was Dirk a good rebounder? No. Was Dirk a good defender at all? No. It, was he the first stretch four that ever took over the league? Yeah. The first stretch four was fucking... Say someone better than Dirk. KG. No. 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 KG brought it back to... No. Come on. Do the next thing. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> KG or Dirk, best stretch four? I got you on everything. All right. Speaking of... The Basketball Hall of Fame this week marks 131 years that the sport of basketball has been alive. Shout out to James Neesmith. All right. The GOAT. Shout out, shout out to James Neesmith. Okay. The GOAT. Springfield, Massachusetts. Y'all two, uh, y'all two went to college in Springfield. Y'all know what this shit's about. No, we stepped on that soil. <laughs> y'all been to the fucking Hall of Fame and shit. Uh, what's the hall called? A lot, not, not. Talking about over the radio, the old radio station used to be in. You're talking about on campus. Oh, where 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 he created basketball. Um, the one Judge Gymnasium. Judge. 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 Yeah. No, Judd. J U D D. He says what I said. Judge. He goes Judge. 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 Yes. Judge. Yes. Yep. That's what the old radio station used to be. Okay. Okay. Why the first YMCA was in there too. So do you guys know? How the first game of basketball ever ended? No. How it ended? No, I don't know. All right, so. I know they had those peach baskets. Each team had nine players. Peep this. Nine players. And they played for 30 minutes. And guess what the final score was? Four to three. One nothing. (laughs) (laughs) What? And after that. Ball became life. And after that, Michael Jordan was like, yo, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> this is how I'm wrapping up this edition of In Case. This Christmas edition of In Case You Missed It. Follow us on all social media platforms. Yes. At Causeway Street. Merry Christmas, everybody. Check out CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics news. Happy Hanukkah. And opinions, of course. Happy Hanukkah. Those that celebrate. Absolutely. Kyrie, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> and check out 
check out uh Causeway after I was on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Causeway for exclusive content, including uh the one on one podcast with Sway, where he has exclusive interviews with players, coaches, you name it. All all from the vault. Also have the after hours uh podcast where we talk about everything, not just sports. We talk about life. And we also give away jerseys. So you're you're doing yourself a favor if you subscribe and you'll you'll be also supporting a great podcast, which is the Cosmic Street Podcast, right? In the process. So we appreciate all that. Until next time, you know, be safe. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa for those that yes, celebrate. Yes, Happy every, holidays. Everybody enjoy the holiday. Enjoy the time with your family. Uh man. We'll squeeze in, we'll squeeze in one more one more episode before uh twenty twenty two is done, you know? And happy twenty twenty three. You ready to hear? Peace.